0: Hey, good morning! It's Chris, your host of Not Just Another Tarot Podcast. I'm coming to you live today from Gray Sloan Memorial Hospital in Seattle, Washington. Why, yes, I am binge-watching Gray's Anatomy. Why do you ask? It is July 16th, 2022, and our tarot card of the day is the Nine of Swords. Now, nine is all about endings, finishing, completion, and things coming to a close but it's not about finality. It's the end of the current cycle in your life so that a new one can begin. Nine brings in the process of transformation or transition, guiding and empowering itself and others with its wisdom and it awakens others to their own higher self. It finds answers from the universe, from the gods and goddesses, from spirit, and delivers those answers to those of us here in the real world. Nine indicates an old soul that's no stranger to the ups and downs of life. It's totally been there, done that. Through its life experience, Nine has learned the magnitude and value of its inner wisdom. That means Nine can easily process lots of stimuli, playing a psychic game of connect the dots to make up a complete picture. Nine is a humanitarian, kind, compassionate, and focused on working for the common good. It's gone through hell and back and is stronger, wiser, and more aware as a result. Nine shows that it knows how to handle hard times with understanding and grace and inspires others to do the same. Its firsthand experience with all the good and bad in the world makes it super understanding of others who are struggling and makes it especially willing to provide powerful advice. Nine's mission is to reach the highest state of consciousness that it can and to help others realize the same spiritual awareness. It's not afraid to change and it's malleable spirit inspires other people to find their own range of emotion. Nine is incredibly tolerant of others. It doesn't see in black and white. It just sees infinite shades of gray. It's healthy lack of bias or judgment lets it see everyone as equally valuable and worthy of its help and support. Its soft heart tends to attract others who need that help and support. No matter what it's going through itself, it knows that its mission on earth is to be of service to others. Since nine has in many ways surpassed the physical plane, it has to constantly remember to ground itself. It has to learn balance, juggling the abstract and the tangible, eventually finding its place at the intersection of imagination and reality. However, since nine has had a lot of hell in its journey through hell and back, those experiences have taken their toll. If it doesn't give itself time to process and heal the trauma, it can quickly become resentful of those who haven't suffered in the same way that it has. Nine is a giver, sometimes to a fault. It feels like it's fulfilling a sacred duty by being there for others in whatever capacity that it can, but that can lead nine to neglect itself and its own self-care, creating an unbalanced, unfocused life. Nine's trauma from going through so much hell can easily give it the mindset that all life is suffering. It can place more importance on times of tumult over times of ease, on challenging relationships over balanced ones. The more that nine accepts hardship, the more it normalizes it nine must release its past hurts by learning to take care of its own needs first. The suit of swords deals with mind and intellect. It mimics the quality of the mind seen in your mindset, thoughts, and beliefs. Most swords are double-edged, so swords also represent the balance between thoughts and power and how the two can be used together for good or evil. The suit of swords is affiliated with the element air. Air can't be seen even though it's in constant movement. Air can be unnoticeably still. It can be a gentle breeze or it can be a devastating tornado that raises everything in its path. It's both powerful and refreshing, intangible and cleansing. Air represents action, knowledge, change and power even though it remains invisible. For my tarot card readings, I use the Unicorn Tarot deck, which was written by Suzanne Starr and illustrated by Liz Hilton. The Nine of Swords card shows a beaten down woman in a purple dress, arms clutched tightly around herself as she cries, being comforted by a unicorn foal. One sword lies on the ground in front of her. The other eight are hanging over her head like so many swords of Damocles'. The nine of swords is indicative of anxiety, fear and worry. This is the hell part of hell and back. This is the time when it's absolutely critical that you reach out to others for help because you can't help anyone else before you yourself are whole and healthy, mentally, spiritually and physically. Your anxiety is so overwhelming, it's hard to know what to do. Take comfort in the knowledge that this too shall pass. My dad taught me that at a really young age. I was bullied a lot in school because I was younger than all the other kids and smarter than them too. And he taught me a long time ago that the bullying shall pass, the heartache shall pass, that everything shall pass, both good and bad things, this too shall pass. But you need to pull yourself out of the anxiety death spiral you're currently trapped in by the Nine of Swords. You're continuing, if you continue on the path that you're on, it'll only bring more pain. You need to figure out where the things are that are out of whack in your life and re whack them like now. How can you channel your anxiety so you can go through hell and come out the other side with a minimum of burns? How can you work on healing now? So things don't get worse down the road. Let me tell you, you absolutely must, 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 must ask others for help. Otherwise, those swords are going to fall on your head. I also pull an oracle card for my podcast listeners. I use the Rebel deck, the oracle with attitude. The deck is quick, foul-mouthed, and direct, much like your host for today. Today's Rebel Deck card says you need a big fucking hug. Squeeze. Hugs can be incredibly healing, especially when you have anxiety and fear and worry. Research has shown that hugs instantly boost oxytocin levels, which heal feelings of loneliness, isolation, and anger. Hugs strengthen the immune system the gentle pressure on the sternum and the emotional charge activates the solar plexus chakra this stimulates the thymus gland which regulates and balances the body's production of white blood cells holding a hug for an extended time lifts your serotonin levels which elevates your mood hugging boosts self esteem it begins when we're born as infants hugs are embedded in our nervous system hugs connect us to our ability to self-love. Hugging relaxes muscles. Hugs release tension in the body. They can take away pain. They soothe aches by increasing circulation into the soft tissues in your body. Author and family therapist, Virginia Satir once said, we need four hugs a day for survival. We need eight hugs a day for maintenance. We need 12 hugs a day for growth. I don't know how well virtual hugs work, but I'm giving you all the virtual hugs you could ever possibly need to survive, maintain, and grow. Like the song says, if you're going through hell, just keep going. I believe in you. See you tomorrow.